Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> You're doing the face. You don't even do the voice anymore. You just do the face. The prepared for cheap show face. The solemn face. <laughs> solemn, oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's Look, becoming more so. How about that? That oh. sounds like coins, doesn't it? It sounds like keys. Okay. It's not called Key Show, is it? It should be. It's, what, Let's no, change the fo- name of the show. What, what's the format going to be? Welcome to Key Show, where this we look at key. keys. That's, that's for my front door. <laughs> that's, for, that's the double lock. Uh, Next week, I'll be showing you my house keys. And then we've got the keys of Al Murray. He's going to be a guest on Key Show. Why does Al Murray keep com- coming it's, into no, my, everyone's mind? That's just me at the moment. For some reason, Al Murray's stuck in my head. Is I've had Al Murray stuck in my head. What's he up to? He's just a popping up as a name. Al Murray. Oh, Paul, before yeah. we... Uh, oh, before we start even starting. Yeah, go for it. do 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 Source report. Right. Source report, source report. Uh. Right, now, Paul, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I try to forget. When we did, we did a, the hot sauce experience. Yeah. And I had this, Walker's Wood... Don't uh, touch the wire. Sorry. God, sorry. Clums. Don't get mad. I'm <laughs> no. not allowed to get angry at Don't you. get angry. Paul, do you you maybe recall when we did uh, the hot sauce experience, we got Walker's Wood, plenty hot Jamaican fire stick pepper sauce. This was from the States. I brought this back from the States. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but at the time I was disappointed because it wasn't a dry heat. It was like everything else in America, they seemed to add a load of sugar. Yeah. Now... What I thought it would be like... <laughs> he's crying, everyone. He's God. silently crying. <laughs> what I thought that hot sauce would be more like is this. Now, this is a classic, yeah? yeah. All you hot sauce aficionados oh. out there. <laughs> this is Grace. Hot pepper sauce. And you can read that there, Paul. Very hot. It says very hot, everybody. And uh, Is it? It's on brand, on message for Cheap Show, because this is a large um, sauce bottle. Much bigger than the Walker's Wood Fire Stick. How much is that there, Paul? You can see. £1.19. <laughs> That's good good value, that, for hot... Very delicious hot sauce. And you can see Stop it's... Stop touching the wire! <laughs> it's right there! And you still rub against it. I, don't... I rub, I'll rub it. <laughs> don't you fucking... I'll rub my wire. Don't get mad. I'll rub my wire no, till the voltage shoots out you the You know end. what, Eli? You've won. What? I've you've won, won cheap, cheap show. show. <laughs> I've just decided you've won cheap show. You know what? It was a battle for 140 right, episodes. But congratulations. All right. It's weird. Hands. He's touching me. Everybody. Hands. Yeah. Eli's won cheap show. He's broken me. I can't express myself freely. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it when Paul gets mad. Oh, it's dark. Oh, yeah. it is anger. It's off-putting. All right. <laughs> He's crying, It just everybody. means that he gets a way to do whatever he wants now. Well, people want... Eli Silverman's cheap show. <laughs> People want just a, sh- a short, light-hearted look at the world of sources, Paul. That's what people want. It's just a way. Uh, like, is this over now? Because it's three minutes and we should just go uh, into One the intro. last thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. Uh, this is... Our gra- cold opens are hot. <laughs> hot hey, sauce. Oh. Uh, hey. Except the um, cold open is usually quite short and this is got, now going on for four minutes. Just the... Just the um, the texture of this sauce. Yeah. Notice the texture. Well, how would you describe the texture of this Grace's hot pepper sauce in there? At, on site, yeah. it reminds me when you got those trinkets at the seaside, which has fake 
seawater in and it's like <laughs> I didn't blue, this. you know blue fake sea but then it's because it's the oil separating it I did it's not like expect that it's like sea it's like there's a boat okay. floating on the blue bit are we awake and you now, can Paul? turn yeah. the dial left and right left and right left and right but the water stays level because of science I see what so you mean it, so the consistency reminds I, me you're ruining the report the blue now. liquid weird oil based <laughs> liquid that you can see in you're most seaside you're ruining the report tats. you've ruined the report you've ruined... do you know what's made, me, made this an extra special because we are in the house of eggs we are in the house, house of, of eggs. fried eggs. We are um, today. Because uh, Eli couldn't bear to clean his bedroom. I couldn't. I couldn't. There's a fly thing going on as well. Mate, I'm not going to do cheap shows flies yeah. swarm around me. No, I know. It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. I've. I. Yeah. But we are in the house of fried eggs and um, there's a huge oversized Tabasco there sauce is. thing. So it's looking at me. Ah. I knew there was another bit of the source report. This cheap report. show shows dead to <laughs> Paul, me. <laughs> Paul, dead. just one last thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to correct what you said about the the uh, texture of this. Do you remember on the hot sauce experience that we did recently, they were all fruit and they all had fruit pulp in them. Yeah, yeah. apple and peach and, and it's, mango. And it kind of separates out. So you've got watery but with bits of yeah. fruit. Look, that's the opposite of that. That is a purely smooth consistent hot sauce. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. No messing. And it's just, it's quite watery, but it has a certain viscosity, a certain flow to it, which is, which really gets it all in all the nooks and crannies of your food, man. You don't need to use much of that. Just wanted to make a point about the texture of that. And last piece on the... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Five minutes 30 if you're counting at home. La- I'm just going to put this down. La- last... Um, you could have put it on the floor, you know, as well. <laughs> not with I want to see it. I want to see it. Right. Um... Tabasco, you know, we've discussed Tabasco is the brand and Tabasco is also a type of pepper. Yeah. Did you know it's also a region of Mexico? No. Well, that's the end of the source report, Paul. And, and the end of get- my grip on living. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, all right? Yes, hello, I'm Paul Gannon, that's Eli Silver. Oh, it's the hello. hello. You fool, I love you. Come oh, on, no. join the joyride. I'm singing, everybody. Don't sing, stop you singing. You can't stop my singing. <laughs> <laughs> you can temper my violent outburst, but you can't <laughs> stop me singing. All right. That's in my contract from now All on. Right. Every time I feel the need to throw an earworm into the podcast, I'm going to do it willy and or nilly. Willy and nilly. You are the king of earworms. Yeah, I've got you... a weird jukebox in my head. That just but also stuff. you have a real talent for just humming a few bits of a tune and then getting it stuck in my head for about three weeks. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Today I was like, oh, oh no, don't. <laughs> I have to know what that song Isn't is. Isn't it called like t- Tarzan Chant? <laughs> That's so early 90s. It's hard I think to it's 80s, that. It's that late 80s, early 90s period. Uh, yeah, where we'll you, see. You know. Anyway, if you know what it is, that, why don't you tell just us Just give him a clean, the give him a clean one. 
<laughs> you can have a career with that. That's, yeah. It's like a, um, what's it called? The guy with glasses, Buddy. It's a Buddy Holly thing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I could be the new Joe Longthorn now that Joe Longthorn's died. Who's Joe Longthorn? Joe Longthorn was that British singer who was famous in the 80s because he could do really good impersonations of other singers. Right. Like, famously, I think his Buddy most Holly. popular one. No, his most popular one was Shirley Bassey. Goldfinger! Oh, he did Shirley Bassey. He did all that kind of stuff. Right. And he was, jokes aside, he looked a bit naff in terms of like entertainment of the 80s. Yeah. Actually, he could fucking hold a tune and he had a very successful career, obviously, after the TV stuff, doing holiday camps and cruise ships. So. Right. Joe Longthorn, R.I.P. And also the animator of uh, R- Roger Richard Ra- Williams. Roger Rabbit died. That guy, I've said this on Twitter already, but that guy is a fucking genius. Yeah, great film, I love he it. He is the sole reason, I think, why Who Framed Roger Rabbit works. His tone... Well, the, ed- no, the, the script. No. The acting, the, the script, You can still take a, a poor so script film. and make a good film, right? Like, for instance, Titanic is an awful script, but it's a, one of the biggest films of all time, and a lot of people like it. But, but that's regardless of the script, right? Wouldn't you say? Mm. When people think about it, they go, oh, the, those great lines of dialogue in Titanic. They think, oh, they, Jack and the ship sinking. Well, and then the script can't be all bad because the script is the story as well as the actual but words, obviously. His direction, his animated direction, informs the energy, the tone of the film. You know, that whole opening sequence with baby Herman and the yeah. cookies is a powerhouse yeah. of fucking animation. I think it still would have been quite a good film with someone else doing Maybe. the animation because of the Maybe. script and the acting. But you look at films like that came out at the same time, like Cool World. And Yeah, I never got through absolute Cool World. Shit. That was Brad Pitt, wasn't it? Yeah, Brad Pitt and uh, uh, Kim Bassinger, the lady animated woman. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't very good. No, it's dreary bollocks. What about Paula Abdul? That's a song in a pop video, though. <laughs> it's good, it's, isn't it? It's like, it's like you may as well say Anchors Away for, for the same reference. What's point. Anchors Away? Well, that's the famous film where it has a Gene... Oh, what's the name of the dancer? Gene... Fuck, brain's gone blank. Famous dancer, Gene... God, it's a fucking annoying that I can't remember his <laughs> name. And there are people right now listening going, It's Gene! <laughs> we'll find I'm out. I'm not going to find out. Oh, I'm going to purposely make it up. But and there's a scene in it where he dances with uh, Jerry from Tom and Jerry. And it was like a f- mix of uh. animation and live action. Yes, I think I recall that. Yeah, mm. and it had, you know, movement to the camera, which See, is difficult. See, that's, that whole era of live-action animation mix is kind of over now because of CGI, because of computer animation, So isn't it? we're agreeing right now that the format of this show has completely gone out the window because we're 10 minutes in and we've talked about sources and the works of Richard Williams and Joe Longthorne <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Well... Perhaps I should send out my movie critic dog character to get, get rid of him. The, the, well, he's a theatre critic. <laughs> Is he? But yeah, he's a theatre critic. Macbeth. <laughs> How many barks out of five does Tarquin the review dog give? I hate this show. <laughs> what does he give? What? what? Here he, he, is. Here, he looks very eager. Riff, 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 riff. Oh, five bars. Very good film. Yes, wow, very good Here's film. a biscuit. I will say this before we move on. If you do like the or interested in the work of Richard Williams, look for a film online called The Cobbler and the Thief. 
It's on YouTube as a thing it's called... It's a the, short? No, it's a full feature. Animated feature? It was a passion project of his. And he took the Who Framed Roger Rabbit role because he's, because Disney said, if you do this, we'll fund this project. They never did. And so he basically had to scratch it together over 30 years. So they they did, they did him in. They kind lied, of. lied to him. It bas- I mean, the thing is, like, this has been a project he'd been working on for years. And when it was all cut together, I think the Weinsteins got hold of it and then cut it to bits. Anyway... There's a version online the called The Weinsteins. Co- yeah, well, there's a version online called The Cobbler's Cut, and it's fascinating. It's like 25 years worth of this guy making this one story, and it's largely silent, um, and it's driven by the animation, and it's amazing. Really? I can't. So, and the great thing is, you watch bits of it, and you say, oh, that bit was done in the 80s because you can tell by the style, and that bit was done by the 90s because they've got a bit more budget here. Oh, I see. It's great, and some of the animation sequences are mind blowing, really trippy stuff. Like across between Looney Tunes and Yellow Submarine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember uh, going to see Roger Rabbit, and what the real thing? Look, you saw Roger Rabbit, no, the, the character. No. Did the you movie. invent him in your mind? The movie Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Say the whole title. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Thank you. And it's like, oh, I just came. I just saw Runner the other day. I just saw Runner on Blu-ray. It was dead good. You went what? Oh, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, no. fuck no. off. Oh, I just saw Shine. I know. What, I just read a. No, I just I'm read a comment about Blade Runner on uh, on Twitter, or whatever. And he went, "Yeah, it still gets me. It's such a great piece." You know what I mean? It's like it's my the, great. You piece, know what I mean? Mate. I'll show you my, my. It's, it's a fucking my great movie. Piece. It's not a piece. Do you know what I mean? This t- Ponzi language. Oh, what a Lovely fantastic piece. piece! It's such a work. A piece of work. A, a piece. I have a piece in my panties. A piece. <laughs> Right, we've gone. He's gone. Um, it's a piece. I've got a piece. You know what else I have in my panties, Paul? What? A poultice. <laughs> piece of a poultice. I've got a piece, as in a gun. I've got a piece of the action, as in my peenie. And I've <laughs> your also- peenie? Yes, <laughs> my peenie. And- as in your penis? Uh, no, my peenie. Right. And I've got a poultice. I've got a poultice in my pants. Keep calm. (laughs) Count to ten. I've got a poultice in my pants. Paul, (laughs) what's coming up on the show? You've destroyed me. I'm sorry. (laughs) What's coming up on the show? Uh, Well, coming up on the show today, we are going back after some considerable time away to the League of Snacks. We're going to do a broad... Don't use the mastermind theme. That's the League of Snacks thing. It's not. We've it's been so long since Don't we you last remember? did it. League, 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 league of snacks and crisps. And wouldn't it be League of Snacks and crisps? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, this be, wouldn't that fit better? It would. Yeah, yeah. League of snacks and, and crisps. crisps. Right, right. Yeah, we got that coming we got up. That coming up. And got then two we... separate entries to put on the League of Snacks and crisps. Excellent. And then we are finishing off today with a uh, an interesting spin. We'll still work it out <laughs> on the price, price of, of shite. shite. So, Double we- price of shite. We both have items. I think it's very exciting, Paul. And before we head off to that first segment, what have you got to I say? I just want to make, mention that, yeah, people did bring my attention to a few things regarding Black Lace. Again, didn't think we'd spend this much time talking about Black Lace. There, there's a certain fascination to them. but yeah, Because I- they are the dark heart, as I've said before, of yeah. 80s NAF. They literally are. One of them it was in jail for a bit. For? Uh... Laundering money or money problems, money something like that. Money. Yeah. Uh, what else was told? Someone said, "Oh, have you heard this?" And it's called Supercock, and it's a song that Black Lace do. That's a naughty version of Superman. Yeah. And it is the most puerile piece of shit that I'm about to come to this episode right now. Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? I don't know. What 
the hell is it then? Clap your hands to the beat. It's got the clap. This is for everybody in Sweden. Scooty booty booty dee scooty Okay, get ready, because what we're going to do now, we're going to do it faster. No. Back of my head's caving in. <laughs> oh, I can't go. They both like it, Jerry. Here we go. Give them a flash. Go for a mince. Bookies. Spray. So yeah, it's the same song. It's like comb your hair, but instead of it being like Superman, they say supercar. Is that the only lyric they've changed? No, they do things like have a gangbang. Right, <laughs> yeah. I bet they show us your boobs. I bet they did. Uh, it's grotty. It's like I, grotty. I bet they it's like they partook in uh, in stuff. It's that different, didn't they? No, come on, muse muse along with me. That Black is. Lace got into some some sticky situations. Sticky situations. Yeah, pineapple I, juice. Yeah. Shake pineapple. Yeah, shake your pineapple all over me. Do. Do, do the funky gibbon. gibbon. Oh, no, that's the <laughs> oh I saw Paul. I saw a copy of um, uh, Santa Claus Do Not Touch Me. Oh, by the goodies? Yeah, on seven. Would you like me to pick those up? Those no, up? I've got it on vinyl already on an album. Okay. Um, it's a weird song, that one. It's just that one line sung over and over and over, but they take away one word each time. So as the song grows, oh, yeah, it becomes yeah. more creepy. So it starts with San, Santa Do Not, whatever it is, please. What's please this? do not touch me. Please do not touch me. Then he goes, please do not touch. And then it's like, yeah. oh, Santa, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Santa. Yeah. It's like, oh. Santa! Santa! It's, it's Bill Oddie's got fucking issues. <laughs> um, he certainly does. So yeah, Supercock's awful. It's a childish, stupid, X-rated thing that you shouldn't really, shouldn't exist. Um, I heard the original Agadu by this German band mm. that I'll edit in here because why not? Get out the fucking way. the same slightly better uh and that's it no more about <laughs> no black, more lace, black ever. lace yeah there is no more to say one of them's dead are they anyway no they're both alive in fact there's a they're video still of them on peers. Some... they're still doing peers there was like this kind of you know like rock the 80s music festivals where they play 80s Ooh. stuff and like belinda carlisle comes on in sonya i think they do stuff like that mate a lot of people go to them i know good on them but yeah. it's not for me paul it's like it's no. not for me hey eli do you want to come to rock the 80s because i believe uh thompson twins and uh, uh, tiffany are going to be doing a set yeah no. pat shops introducing yeah, it no and dave not. benson phillips not for me no it's not for me i'd paul. probably go you would you totally would <laughs> right let's get this fucking show on the road Crab bucket. A what? Crab bucket. I'm just saying crab bucket. I know, I know. <coughs> crab bucket. Tuck it and see. Da, 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 da. Crab, crab bucket. bucket. Yeah. At the sea. Gene Kelly. He's full of pee. No, he's the dancer with Jerry yes, from Gene that Kelly, film, Anchors Away with Frank Sinatra. And why neither of us remember that? Oh, I, I don't I'm know. hungover. That's my excuse. Yeah, but that's your daily excuse. 
That's my excuse to everyone in my life. Sorry, love. <laughs> I couldn't fumble because I'm hungover. I can't That's... fathom the idea of getting it up. Oh, I could. You couldn't. I can't do it when I'm hungover or tired. I can't what? get it up. I, this has got weird. I can't get it up I for can. now don't you know? Don't you know the Hugh Grant yeah, excuse? Yeah. That's why I've suffered he from the Hugh Grant hang- condition. Oh, you have H- Hugh Hangover Horn. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hugh Hangover your Horn. <laughs> you know, there's a sort of scientific, I think it might be pseudo-scientific yeah. explanation for that. He's a perv? No, not for him particularly, but for why you get horny when you're hungover. Yeah. It's because everything else is sort of uh, subdued. You know, it's... Uh, all of your other systems are sort of uh, down. Down, 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 down. Automatic. I told you the I song. I love that. That's yeah. a great that's song. That's a great song, though, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's a good earworm to have, Build isn't it? control it. We're simply automatic. All of your systems are down. Down, down, down. Automatic. Who did that? Gene. <laughs> Gene, Gene Kelly. No, but it wasn't like Five Star, was it? They had System Addict. Which System is, uh, Addict. It's not as good, that one. I, I can't engage I in it. never can get, get enough. enough. Oh, oh. System uh, it's Addict. Not, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you want to sing it like the other no. one does, though. Which I've just forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Systems are down, 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 down. Automatic. Right, I'm doing a fucking searching for it. Search for it, mate. I can't, I can't have these blue balls. Right, while I'm searching for it, you I'm explain gonna put, to I'm going to write up. Because we're doing League of Snacks and crisps. crisps. Right. Today on League of Snacks and Crisps, Paul. Oh, look, just a little recap if you haven't heard this section, because we haven't done it in quite a while, have we? Pointer Sisters. Oh, of course. It's classic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I also just yesterday bought a Pointer Sisters um, 12-inch single. Yeah. Um, happiness. Da, 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 happiness. You know that one? Yeah. It's by Alan Toussaint. Okay. I don't know it as familiar as their other no, songs. No, it's like a disco yeah. thing. It's pretty good. They're Do you know good. how the Pointer Sisters got their name? And they did that tune, um, I'm So Excited, didn't they? I'm so excited, do, do, ooh wee, and I just can't hide And that's one of those songs that is literally used in every film every in the 80s. 80s. <laughs> like, I yeah. think it was even used in the A-Team. That might have been like the deal that Sony got for them. It must it be was, used in it, every film. Sort like, of like. The 80s had a thing where it's like, in the 90s, Smash Mouth's All-Star was that song. Yeah. But in the 80s, it was that. It was and Holding Yellow's. Up for Hero. Yeah, and yellow. And yellow. What the, is that the song? The chase. Ba-da, ba-da, oh. Or there was the other one. That is That is the chase. That's that not is, the chase, yeah. is it? Yes. No, that's not. That's art of noise, isn't it? No, that's the chase, yellow. Right. Right. I need to explain. But as you get on your phone, I will explain to the listeners. That's art of noise, mate. I'm sure of it. Go you describe that while I'm looking at all your factual inaccuracies. Now, this is... Despite Paul's frivolousness, oh, this is actually a very important part of the show where we take an objective look at the world of snacks and crisps, classics and uh, some outliers. And we have a system, uh, uh, a scoring system. He's waking up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We have a scoring system, four categories. Each with a mark out of 10, and you can use decimal places. As right. Mean. But the difference between this and us just rating food on the cheap eat section or something like that, Paul, yeah. is that we need, as a committee, to agree on 
the score for each uh, level. So we come to a, an agreement. It's a, a consensus scientific agreement about the levels of these just get on with it. I've never heard some drawn-up shit in my life. (laughs) You shut up. Right, Paul, do you want to tell the listeners what our four categories are? Number one. Flavour. Flavour. It's Flavour Town. Taste. Uh, Number two. uh, Texture. With crisps, it's one of the most important. It's It's important. Just as important, if not more important sometimes. Possibly sometimes sometimes more important. Sometimes it's more important than flavour. Sometimes it's important. (laughs) Texture is number two. Number three. Texture is the second one. The third one is nostalgia. How it ranks in terms of our cultural understanding of it. It's place within our cultural yes. history. Mm. A very <laughs> a contentious point. It's a contentious, very but contentious point. That's a mark out of 10. And lastly, value for money. It wouldn't be cheap show without value for it money. W- <laughs> He's doing the cheap thing. <laughs> <laughs> Cheapy cheek cheeks. He's doing the cheap wanking noise. It's another adventure with Hughes hangover horn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreadfully sorry. Oh, oh, oh God, sorry. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, I've got the most amazing horn. Oh, 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 I'm terribly sorry. Oh, um, oh, um, is it raining? Oh, oh, oh gosh, blimey. Oh, oh, suck my dick. Right. Okay. Good. I enjoyed that, Paul. Thank <laughs> There'll you. There'll be more of that throughout the course of this episode. Okay. Uh, value for money. Value for money. Now, this is down. also contentious because sometimes it could be cheaper to get a packet of crisps with a meal deal from a Tesco's or a Sainsbury's. Yeah. Or there's multi bag offers. Or they're just cheap because they're cheap crisps. And does that mean they're inferior? Sometimes not. As we found out with the Space, a- Raiders. Space Raiders, they're cheap, but. Tasty. Tasty. Nice texture. Extremely good value for money. So, you know, this whole thing is a constantly evolving experiment. Yes. Now, with that in mind. We've got two crisps we're doing today. Well, yeah. three three actual crisps, but two categories of yes. crisps, if you like, Paul. Yes. Um, let's start with what I would say the slightly less exciting for me personally. Oh. Um, we oh. picked up... Noisy bike. We picked up a couple of packets of these today. Now, these... Yes. ...are a classic crisp. Oh, yes. Which one is it? I don't know what you're going to get. Chipsticks. 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 Oh, so, yes, this is definitely a classic. I remember these from school days. What are they, Paul? Oh, well, I'll talk when you stop rattling your bag right next to the fucking microphone. It gives it a nice bit of ambience, mate. It does. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit annoying. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are eating chipsticks, which are maize and potato snack fingered crisp snacks. Fingered? <laughs> they're shaped like fingers, I, I chips. Hope- Chipsticks. No, no. Can I just make it clear to everyone? Arr. The word "finger" does not appear no, on the packet. It doesn't say. It just popped fingered. into your head. <laughs> Maize potatoes. You've just said it won't look like fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you look at a normal pancakes? Go. Oh, look like mummy scab pancakes. Or oh, something like mummy's that. eyes. <laughs> Crystal like mummy's eyes. <laughs> I eat mummy's eyes. <laughs> all right, all right, I know. Okay, no, right. there is no finger associated no. with these. These are chip sticks. I want to make on the record that at no point on this packaging does, is the word finger or fingered used in any way, right? But so. we will be fingering them. <laughs> Plenty. Now, I want to say before we get started, these are by Smith's. And Smith's many brands have been bought up by Walker's stroke Lay's over the course of the years. And I think Smith's have. Yeah. So these are interesting. I know I was going to discuss this as well, Paul. Interesting yeah, because the Smith's brand... The people at Walker's or whatever at Lay's yeah. obviously thought that the Smith's brand was so important to the image of these crisps. Do you think that's what it was? That they left it on. Because they could have just said it's Walker's now. Do you see what I mean? It's all about the nostalgia. I know we're not discussing that 
specifically at the moment. But- so what you're saying, it's like when like someone, like for instance, here's an example. Atari went bust in the 80s, and they've not really been the same company since. In fact, it's been passed to company and company, but yeah. they keep the Atari, Atari brand for licensing reasons and like merch and t-shirts and yes. knockoff gadgets because people go, oh, Atari, I remember that as a kid, so I'll buy that because Atari, exactly nostalgia. That. Exactly. Smith's Snack Food Company is a British... Australian manufacturing company best known for its crisps founded by Frank Smith and Jim Viney in the United Kingdom in 1920 the company packaged its crisps in grief proof paper which was sold around the world so does that mean what like they were first look I'm reading the back of this now Paul if dissatisfied tell us why we're purchased and send packs and its contents to consumer care at Walker's Snack Foods Limited oh in Leicester Oh, here's a thing. And now it's owned by the multinational corporation PepsiCo. Yeah, who own Lay's. Pepsi is Lay. Pe- really? Yeah. Now, that's interesting. They're all owned. So, founded but, in Cricklewood in 1920 oh, in London. near where I grew up. Uh, yeah. Cricklewood. Cricklewood. We went through Cricklewood, boom, 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 didn't boom, we, boom, Paul, boom, when we got the bus yeah, to uh, Brent Cross? Yeah, it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nasty. that was the joke in the goodies. They lived yeah. in Cricklewood yeah, because yeah. you'd live in Cricklewood. It is nasty, um, in a way. Um, the company expanded into a factory in Brentwood, London. And large in the 1930s during the impression. During the Depression, Smith travelled to Australia to expand the business. Ah, that's why it started in the UK in Cricklewood, moved to Australia to expand. And then, yeah, owned by Napsico, blah, 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 PepsiCo in the 90s. Uh, PepsiCo withdrew the brand in favour of the popular brand Walkers. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. But they've re-employed it, haven't they? I, I these guess are so. a new pack of crisps, ladies and gentlemen, that we've bought today. These are Smith's chipsticks. You know what other they've kept the Smith's logo on? What? Um, salt and Shake. Oh, Which yeah. We haven't done those on. We haven't done those yet. Salt and Shake we are should... a very interesting yeah. uh, evolutionary step in the. In crisps, <laughs> anyway, chipsticks. Let's talk about chipsticks because yeah. I literally think I zoned out there. These are salt and vinegar flavour, and we both remember them from when we were kids. We've got a pack each here, Paul. You can also get them in plain. Which are kind of like, they're almost like sweet but salty. Yeah. But oh, like can plain. you get those? Yeah, yeah, you can still oh, get them. Oh, you with red the red packet. packet. Yeah. I actually prefer them personally. And uh, the other thing is. Walkers uh, famously swapped um, the main two flavours of crisps in Britain, I think we both agree, are salt and vinegar and cheese and onion, yeah? Yeah. They're the two, like, solid ones. Yeah. Apart from ready salted. But if you're talking about they're ready salt, we can just count as a neutral, as plain. Yeah, yeah. it's your regular basic bog standards. It's just a crisp. It's, it's your yeah. regular noodle It was pack. there before there was any, yes. It yeah. was th- ready salt was there before there were any flavours. Oh, yeah. You know, when yeah. they, even flavour was a conception. You know what? We haven't even looked into the history of crisps. I think I know one or two things. Go on. They were invented in Britain. Were they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, came from chick from fried potatoes, and it was sort of like they'd done it wrong. They sliced them too um, thinly, and then it all got crispy. Hang on, I'm going to go to Wikipedia. It's, I can't believe we've gone this far and not actually looked into the history of crisps. Well, I told you, but you don't believe me. History, Uh, shut up. The earliest known recipe for something similar to today's potato chip is the English cook William Kitchener's book, The Cook Oracle, first published in 1817. Yeah, but this is a chip. You're talking about chips. No, I'm talking about potato crisps. All right. Chris. Why does he say chip there? Because he's an American. It's an American fucking website. Fucking We're Wikipedia. Uh. Anyway, the first published in 1817 was a bestseller. The 1822 edition featured 104 recipes, including potatoes fried in slices or shavings. There you go. And reads as peel large potatoes, cut them in shavings around and around as you would peel a lemon, dip them well in clean cloth, let them fry in lard or dripping. So there you go. Yummy. Anyway. We invented crisps. Yes. So if we want to call them crisps and not potato chips, we fucking can. 
All right. Yeah, don't want the Europe telling us what to call our Chris, no, do we, Paul? America, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Paul, I've got something else to say. Close oh. those crisps. Not and greet. <laughs> Go <laughs> now, on. You all notice these salt and vinegar are blue. Yeah. And you said that they're fl- plain chip sticks. Or oh, red. That has slightly different from the way that Walkers do their main brands, isn't right. it? Right. Walkers do their main brands, they're ready salted as red, yes. Yeah. But their salt and vinegar is green. And their cheese and onion is blue. And that's something, that was the big thing they did. And they did it about 15 years ago, didn't they? They just swapped no, them around. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's an interesting point. It didn't always used to be. And when you, no. Golden Wonder was a thing. Golden Wonder, the green packs were the, was the yeah. uh, cheese and onion. And the, the blue was the salt so, and vinegar. Doesn't it make more sense to you just intuitively that green, salt, green would be yeah, cheese and onion? Because you think blue. onion, green. And then you think blue, sort of icy, the vinegary. Yeah, acidic. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Why? It's weird. I don't know. But when you think about how... In the UK, that was the norm. Red, blue, green represented yeah. those flavours. And then Walker changed it, but Walker's the biggest brand. So we don't we still see it as like a, a strange colour choice. But even though they're the most popular brand, so they get to do what they want. But you look at knock you know, look at McCoy's, you look at other things, they'll still go with brown for beef, blue for crisp, green for cheese green and onion. For, they'll still do it. It's almost as if they're going, they don't wanna. Walkers don't want we don't have to. We're we the biggest sellers, aren't they? But they yeah. are. They're like the, but, a- the Amazon of crisps. They are. But as we know, because with the little bit of desk research that we yes. did earlier on today, Paul, um, Smiths is just a, a Walker's brand. It's not. It's a Pepsi. It's the same company. Yeah, what I'm saying. Um, but again, probably for the nostalgia reason and the same sort of reason that they kept the Smiths branding on these chipsticks, they've kept the original. What I'm saying Similar is this is not in the sa- isn't in the Walker's Crisp un- no. extended universe, is it? It's a different this universe. Is like like when DC had Dark Horse Comics, yeah, and it was totally that... separate. These chipsticks are totally separate. I'm eating crisps. What's the half like on them? Oh, a nice a nice huff mm. of I mean typical salt vinegar smell. Yeah, but you not know. not as strong as I maybe thought. Would no, it be. and that's fine. Tart, but not unpleasant. It's nice. A little bit sweet. I'm going to put two fingers in my mouth. That's classic. I think even though the flavour isn't a great, amazing, the texture sells. It almost proves our point from before. Mm. But the texture goes with that, with salt and vinegar, doesn't it? And the aftertaste... It's the way it delivers the, yeah. the flavour. Well, the aftertaste of the kind of maize, yeah. as it settles, really softens the palate. It does. Mm. It's got a nice... Art. They're just a delicious crisp, really, aren't they? Mm. So Moorish. I do prefer the, the ready salted ones. Really? Yeah. It's, 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 it's I don't know, it gets me hard, that one. That's a top 10 snack for me, the ready salted chipsticks. I think I prefer these. Now, we've had our fun, Paul. Oh, we have had fun. It's time to give these a score. Right. Flavour. I'd say... Do we do it out of 10 or 5? 10. God, <laughs> you really can't remember jack shit. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, out of 10, now, I we have to agree. That. We have to agree. Not what you give, well, not what I give. We need to get a consensus. Yeah. Give me some figures. Throw a figure Six at me. Six for salt and vinegar. In that it's fine, but it's not... Particularly amazing and it's quite subtle. I'm not going to go lower than seven. It's a good flavour. It's a not a classic. I'm not going to. I'm not going to die on this hill. I'll go with seven for seven. you. Because sometimes you get salt and vinegar that's too salt and vinegar, and it's almost unpleasant to eat. Yeah, you're saying it's a bit too sort of soft for you. Yeah, but you'd not like in a it bad to be way. stronger. It's just not remarkable salt and vinegary flavour. It's great texture. Nine, nine. 
It's it's that. It's a classic texture. The shape, the long, you know, fingered <laughs> maze <laughs> construction, the the way it melts on your tongue and crunches and the fingers. Mm. <laughs> I like it when a finger goes deep inside my mouth and I can suck its salt off for oh, a bit. Oh God, right. And then once that's all gone, I can bite down. The texture, yes, but you're right. I mean, you're, you're trying to be funny, but uh, you're right. The uh, <laughs> he's doing the hand base. Ooh, <laughs> pardon. He's. Uh, you're right. It's the length as well as the. Uh, Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, ladies? It's the length. Of, it's it's the like length having that a li- matters. Like a potato, crispy potato straw in your mouth or something. Mm. Yeah. So that brings us to nostalgia for chipsticks. Now, it's very high for me. As long as, as way back as I can remember, I'd always had chipsticks in a packed lunch. Oh, you used to have them in your packed lunch? My mum would get a big multi pack of crisps from Iceland or whatever, which had like three packets of quavers and three chipsticks and three this and three frazzles or whatever it was. So over the course of the week, we'd get a mix of those. But I always remember chipsticks being in a lunchbox. Yes. And also, they seem like they belong in that pantheon of nostalgic uh, sweets in the UK when you can go like, oh, it's in the same thing as Zoom bars, you know, Zoom ice creams and uh, whispers. Absolutely. It's a totally old school snack from yeah. the era, the pre I look at it the eighties. I, I look at it and I think Grange Hill. You yes, know what I mean? I totally I, do. I, I think I, yeah. I think adverts on the telly between yeah, yeah on Bullseye. News round. Yeah. News, news round, round comes on and you want news round to finish. I think going live. Yeah. So very high nostalgic. The other thing I should mention uh on that is that, like I've said before, walkers are totally using the nostalgia factor to sell these crisps in the present day aren't they they're yeah by keeping the keeping the smiths brand logo which in itself is quite nostalgic it's totally it, is it yeah. goes for that kind of victorian or certainly obviously early 20th century kind of look yes in the lettering for smiths you're right So i'm gonna give this nine nine for nostalgia i don't know why i wouldn't give it a 10 but maybe because maybe it's particular to our generation let's just not let's not go overboard all right, fucking hell. And value for money, it's going to be a high scoring. 39p for a packet. They are a lot cheaper than a lot of others. These are in the Bobby's League, and you get three for a pound. It's it's kind of sad in many respects, because you think classic brand, but it's also got that budget range feel going to it, which you kind of feel is great, but it kind of feels like it should be up there with the greats. Anyway, I'm going to give that... 7.5 for value for money, yeah? Eight. Because look, it's three for a pound or 39p. Yeah, I mean, it is good value for money. So, Chipsticks are one of the strongest crisps we've ever we've Well, ever let's done. find out what the score is. It might be a bit of a dark horse. All right. So I'm just going to put it into the computer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> computer's got a problem. Oh, the computer's... I think it's got a virus. All right. Um, 33. 33 points. Not bad at all. It's definitely up there. Maybe not the biggest, but it's definitely up there. It's up there. I think the flavour maybe lets it down a little bit, well, but it still... did for you. It did for still, you. Even so, it'd still be 34. So, you know, here we go. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay. Thank you. You're listening to The League of Snacks on The Cheap Show Podcast. And and next up on The League of Snacks, Finding Hilarity in Austerity. Now, this is genuinely, this is genuinely a cult crisp. Is it? Paul, that I'm about to produce. This is not easy to find. Is it? Like, you know, people sort of go, oh, chipsticks, you never see them anymore. You fucking do. But this crisp isn't exactly... They never went away, did they? Monster Munch went away. Okay. Well, no, it changed. Remember when they went away and they, they changed to change. small and everyone was like, I will fucking burn the yeah, fuckers down. The 90s was a dark time for crisps. <laughs> it really it was. was. certainly a dark time for Monster Munch. And for confectionery in general. Yeah. Grifters ended in the 90s. I don't remember that. I was thinking about this the other day, Paul. You know when Grifters... <laughs> Should we do a, like, in memorial <laughs> section of Cheap Show where we just name the crisps that don't exist anymore? Grifters wasn't a crisp, though. It was a chewy chocolate bar. 
Oh, okay. You know the Grifters? No. Drifters, blue packet. It was like a wafer with caramel and chocolate around it. No. Grifter. There's Drifter. It was a Grifter of a brown packet. It may have been a Drifter. Here we go with the internet. <laughs> anyway, you're saying what? Well, they were obviously struggling in the 90s because they used to p- come out of a different um, limited edition, like every six months. They had apple pie flavour. That was really good. And like banana flavour. Drifter. That was Drifters. That yeah. was Drifters. <laughs> you just invented a snack called Grifters. <laughs> In a, in Grifters is like a bit the harder edged one. For there's uh, literally no snack that I can find called Grifter. Okay, there is. So it's a, a Drifter por- bar. I bet there's a porn mag called Grifter though. I don't want to read that. Oh. <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah, narco hole. <laughs> she ne- has many many points of entry. <laughs> right. Um, what's the next snack then? Ah, come on! This section has been going twenty three minutes. Oh, shut up! It's always on the clock, isn't he? Brannigans. Brannigans. Now, tell me a little bit about Brannigans. Brannigans was, again, a 90s thing. It was new, I believe, in the early 90s. I think they probably came out around 94, but do you tell me when they were introduced, I'll tell you now, because I will go to... Oh, it's KP. I'll go to the KP. KP used to be big players, but now they just do nuts, don't they? Yeah. They used to have all sorts of crisps, KP, didn't they? uh, Yeah. Uh, brands can uh, okay so it's show me their website I can't find a particular u- page for a uh, on Wikipedia yeah we'll never know then will we no brands hang on there's a KP website page about it but it's just all bump the original Mr. Brannigan a shopkeeper of Irish heritage took his popular crisps all the way to America to sell on a market stall they were an instant hit and now the crisps that still carry the Brannigan's name are an established favourite particularly in pubs and catering businesses ah. cooked in sunflower oil Brannigan's crisps are still are currently available in two flavours roast beef and mustard and smoked ham and pickle Paul we have both flavours of Brannigan's here da, 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 today hey. now what do you do you have any memories of Brannigan's no I really don't they came out when I was at school in the 90s, and they were something. Really, people used to hanker after them. Yeah. Do you remember? What? I don't. You don't see those anymore. Roysters. No, they're about, I think. Roysters bu- with the... Bubbly crisps. Bubbly. Yeah. We have to do those. We have to do those, don't we, mate? If we can find them. If Maybe they don't f- make them anymore. I've not seen Roysters about... Apparently on Twitter, someone said that Walkers were considering bringing it back because someone messaged them about cheese moments. Well, if they're going to bring back anything, could you please bring back cheese moments? Please? You still print it on your stupid fucking backboards. Yeah, lazy bastards. Or is that just a problem where the backboards stay up because the pubs own it and they just stick the crisps no, in there? No, because you see new ones. They've been new. I saw this one around the corner. It's new. It's like a backboard. And at the top, it says, Scampy Fries... Yeah. And then it's got a picture of a packet of cheese moments on it, which do not exist. No matter what walkers are so coy about it, aren't they? They're like, ooh, maybe if you lick my fanny, I'll... What? Uh, <laughs> right, let's get on with these crisps. Brannigans. Uh, oh, I might, I might make them. I might be making them. They might be somewhere. Right. Stop. Shut up, Paul. We can just stop doing the podcast now. It's up to us, you know. All right. Fucking well, hell. engage with the league. Oh, God. Right. Uh, yes, yeah, so that, these are real cult crisp, Brannigans. I've got more information on crisps. <laughs> this just in. Kenyon Produce, as KP was originally known, was a father of... Oh, I did not know that. Kenyon. Kenyon. That's, uh, oh, that's in the name. Kenyon, Kenyon. Produce right. 
was K- as KP was originally known, was a father and son operation that operated in Rotherham, South Yorkshire, in 1853. They originally produced sweets, jams, and pickles. By the early 90s, by the early 1990s, the company was known as Kenyon and Son and Craven Limited. The company became roasted and salted nut specialists and remained oh, yeah, that way to this nut day. Specialists, yeah. Uh, the company dominated the cinema snack market during the golden age of the film industry and the early 1950s. They were Britain's foremost salty nut and snack producer supplier. They were taken over by United Biscuits in 1968, but the KP subsidiary continued to expand on the specialist crisp and snacks market. In 2012, for a reported half a billion pounds, the company was sold to a German snack and food distribution specialist, Intersnack. Along with others such as Knickknacks, Discos, Brannigan's has developed into a recognisable brand in its own right. While the lengthy process continues, Brannigan's does not have its own website and the crisps are not available in as many outlets as we have previously seen. They are seen. very hard to come by these days. New owner Intersnack may discontinue them. However, whatever the future holds for Brannigan's, this is the only literal acknowledgement Intersnack currently provides for their range and then tells the thing I just said to you a couple of minutes ago on oh. their website, on KP's website. Okay. So they are a cult crisp. Yeah. People sort of, they're not a very widely... crisp, not occult crisp. No, they're not you an occult crisp. No, you can't use this to summon the devil. No. Um, very funny. Quite dry, Paul. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right. I can't do me anger stick. Don't do your anger stick. Now, uh, Paul, so they are, they said that you do see them yeah. in pubs much more than you see them in, like, corner yeah. shops, basically. Mm. But you do occasionally see them in corner shops. And I remember... The roast beef and mustard flavour being a particular favourite of mine. So we'll start with those. Let's okay, start Paul. with those. You don't like these, Paul. Adam said that. When now, did I say that? When you, did I say at any point? You said it with your eyes. <laughs> you what sneered. am I saying with my eyes right now? <laughs> I don't know. That's not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a secret. A licky, licky, fanny, fanny. <laughs> do, you, do you just think that's good enough? Do you? It's not good enough. Do you think to sit there and go, I've got nothing to say, so I'm just going to say, licky, licky, fanny, fanny. Is that what you want on a t-shirt? No, don't. Is that what you Please want Please don't make a t-shirt. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Wear a t-shirt that says, licky, licky, fanny, fanny, on the high street. Don't. And actually, I want Eli's face, not an animated no, one. Don't, stop. I don't want an animated face or drawn. I want the actual photographic face of Eli Silverman licking his lips with the words, licky, licky, fanny, fanny, on a t-shirt. Stop. Excise that from your memory, everyone. No. Right. We're going, That's this the is, merch I want. Just gonna, you're going to have to get serious now, Paul. All right, this come is on. the League of Fucking Snacks and Crisps. Let's huff and stuff. We're opening first. Brannigan's Roast Beef and Mustard. What's the packet like? It's very... Um, it's trying to imitate paper. So well, that's because that's how they originally sold. He sold them in a greased paper, greased paper bag. Yeah. yeah, greased paper bag. So it's very much that old, that Ooh, old tiny, vintage. rustic. Ooh. And he looks like a, a hard-working shopkeeper in his, own, well, his he's apron. Irish. Derek would hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was uh, crippled in some way. So. Well, or he's got a fit mump. Yeah. He's there, lost that's everything. the subtext A husband and a son. And all she's got left is Derek's advances. Yeah. And his pop, his supplier pop. Now, would you like to sit in the front seat? That has a, a kind of stale huff. They always, oh, you're right. They always were a bit like that, though. Really? Yeah. They look like kind of dusty. You they are inside. dusty. That's one of the... Now, I'd say these have an almost quite unique, different... They're thick cut. Yeah. So they're much thicker than your standard walkers, Chris. You can feel they're much yeah. more rigid. But they're not um, They're not like a kettle chip. No, and they've they're got this still, like dusting of flavour on the top. They've got a, quite a heavy dusting. 
And that is the roast beef and mustard flavour, Paul. Let's go for it. Oh. Oh. Good crunch. Mm. And quite some actual heat coming off the mustard as well. Do you know what I mean? That's a good bar snack. Yeah. It's actually got some heat, some sulphur heat off coming off the... There is not a lot of the beef, but I think that beef comes through in the aftertaste when it's it kind of... It's a good flavour, yeah. Mm, interesting. It is good. All right. Okay, next one. That's my favourite. I don't think this is going to be as good, the smoked ham and pickle. But He's we'll gone see. for seconds on the... Uh, on the roast beef I'm, mustard. I am hungry. That's the classic, mate. Now, I'm huffing this. I don't expect it to be much different. Different colour. Mm. Oh. Oh. That's got a huff. That's a strange huff. This is the smoke. There are two smells fighting for dominance there. Smoked ham and pickle is what we're tasting now. The Brannigan smoked ham and pickle flavour. Right. Proper thick cut crisps. That's their tag. Proper line. thick cut crisps. Hughes hangover There's horn. a sort of tang, a real tangy and a smoky... Oh. It's and a bit chlorine, isn't it? It's heart? a little bit, as I say, because there's the sharp tang of the pickle and the bacony smell of the pig. Uh, it make it seem bad. <laughs> oh, I lost the sentence. It fell away. I'm gonna have a bite. What do you think? Um, I, don't I like can't really much. taste the pickle. It is there. It's just a sort of sweetness, isn't it? It's like that kind of Branston pickle. And I don't want... I mean, the thing is, I've never been a fan of, like, bacon-flavoured crisps. That's what it essentially is. There's something is. false about it. It's too sweet. Frazzles is the obvious exception. There's a smokiness to it. Definitely not as strong a flavour as that roast beef and mustard. There's a certain... Um, that's got a kick to it. And that's warm day, pub, beer garden, that snack, pint of maybe IPA. It burns through, doesn't it, the yeah. mustard. And you know what it does have in what? in in spades? What? Can you, can you guess what I'm going to say? Here we go. Amplitude. Amplitude, ladies and gentlemen. That has amplitude. Did you know someone complained about you using that phrase? Why? Oh, God. Why is it all negging out now? <laughs> no, some musician got in touch to say you were wrong because it means this and blah, blah, blah. And I was going to reply and I thought, but no, we've mentioned on numerous occasions that it is a used term by professionals in the food industry to describe, as you know, flavour. Yeah, it's not, it's a, it's a different, different use of the word. Ben, dear Eli, I'm a musician and audio engineer and it pains me each time you describe flavours of food working together with amplitude. Amplitude. You should be talking about phase. While amplitude is affected when mixing sound together, it is just the result of their phase alignment. When the phase is aligned, the amplitude is greater, but one sound louder also has more amplitude. I found you through Barshins, but now I listen to Teacher regularly. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Ben. Now, I don't know if he, if, if he gets the point there. He's, yeah, he's, it's all technical. Ben, thank you for getting in touch. Never do it again. Yeah, it's... That's um, what we're saying. You're barred. <laughs> no, you're not. We love you. Come here, kiss, kiss. Okay, well, I'll take back Amplitude. It's just people no, like don't. it. don't. People like it when I don't. say Amplitude. Because no, then you get people saying, well, actually, it's not modular, is it? I didn't, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Where's it all end? You know what I mean? Set it's not up, actually a poultice. It's more of a nappy, isn't set it, Set really? up your fort and stay in and it. A, a poultice weren't worn in the pants area is a nappy. And no, it's a filled nappy. And there's no. It's a pre filled nappy. And there's no Richard Brandoff or Jimmy Biscuits. I've They're got a whole tranche. Yeah. You can wait my Ori. Okay. Right. Now, so let's just score these. Now, Paul, it's time to score these. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, but what I, what I mean by amplitude is wouldn't you say. It's like you were saying, the roast beef sort of comes through after the after, mustard. After, yeah. It complements it really well, doesn't it? Yeah. They kind of. They, there's a synergy between those two flavors. Which means it works as a universal flavor rather than different flavors fighting yes, for supremacy. Yes. But with the uh, smoked ham and pickle one, there's much more of a sort of jarring fight yeah, of the flavors. Yeah, value. and I don't really like the bacon flavoring all okay, that much. So, so let's go to the scores. 
Flavour. We're going to do roast beef first. Yes. All right. I'm going to go for 8.5. I'll go with 8 for that. That's fine. So I'll let you go with 8.5. I, th- I think it's a bold flavour and it works. Texture? Um. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say 7 because I like the crunch, but I don't know. The overall... T- They're very good. It's very good. It's a so... It's it's got a real crunch and a real weightiness. I don't know. What did you say? Seven. Says Can we seven. get up to seven point five? Yeah. Seven. What do you mean? 5. I don't know. Why? What's your problem with this? Because texture? I kind of agree with you that it works, but at the same time, it feels cheap. It feels like a cheap, cheaply made snack. It feels cheap to you. Yeah, I can't explain it. The color, the look of it. You know, the, I don't know. Is it almost like? They are, they're thick cut, aren't they? They're yeah, sort of, but it's not, look, it's not like a Pringle. 7.8 I'm happy with. 7.5. Okay. 7.8 would make scoring way too difficult. 7.5. Yeah. Nostalgia. Ah, you see, I don't know about this. They are a definite cult item and they work off their cultishness. So I think we're going to go... They're like, they're like the Devo snacks where people who know them love them, but people outside of that don't really get them on the yeah. mainstream. Yeah. And the way that they... They built that up almost like because they only make them available in pubs and clubs and things. So it's yeah. sort of they have a specialness about they them. They have an association, don't yes. they, with particular with going time. out or you know, like I you guess said, I drinking. Did, I guess it just didn't come across it much in my growing up. They time. were big in London in the nineties. Yeah. Oh. So what do you want to do about? But you see, that used to be the case for like the triumvirate of snacks, didn't it? You used to see them uh, in pubs only, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, but then but ev- now they're everywhere with yeah. their fake backboard with the fucking <laughs> fucking cheese moments the lie. lie. The cheese moments lie. The ongoing betrayal of walkers because <laughs> you think that you look in the pub and you look up and you see the half-empty snack. You know what I mean? You think cheese, oh, cheese moments. moments and you get up and you go no bacon 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 scampi oh, no. scampi 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 cheese bacon bacon scampi 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 bacon fries bacon 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 Bacon, bacon, scampi, 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 bacon, 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 scampi, bacon, scampi, scampi, scampi. Yeah, um, no, you never get a cheese moment. No, you never go bacon. Until you go to the loo and have your own personal cheese moment. Oh God, you need to go to a doctor. Now, if your wee or anything that comes out of your penis resembles, like I don't know, cheese from a tin. I didn't say that. You know, squirty cheese. My, no, it does not. Do you do you emit squirty cheese from oh, your God. dick out? Oh God! Does it come out in a no, very, you've gone very too far. thin? What do you mean I've gone too far? <laughs> no, you have. I don't want to think about that. You're making me think of that infected horse penis again. <laughs> well, that's your problem, not mine. God, but it when really you can't pee, get... does it come out like you've just popped the big zit? No. Like, no, absolutely not. It's normal wee-wee. Right. I can't stop thinking about infected horse penis stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Right. Flavour. No, we're on nostalgia for these. Oh, I, I would say six. I want... I, I think we should go for 7.5 at the lowest. No, seven as high as I'll go with that. Because it's, it's such a niche thing. All right. I'm All already right. coming up half a point. Seven. Or a whole point. And then what, value for money? How not, much are these crisps, though? They're not good. These were a quid. 95p. I don't think you get that much in them. They also, yeah, they don't, they, but that's because they're dense. Yeah, they're dense, but. Now, let's see how much this weighs. How much is it? 40 grams. See, it's more than is in the chipsticks by three grams. There's more yeah, actual but, stuff in there. Yeah, but they're heavier snacks and they're maize-like puffy snacks. Yeah. So you get more in because it will still weigh less. And those cost a lot less. Anyway, yeah. so these were 95p. Um, I did buy them in the city yeah. where it's, you know, it's an overpriced sort of shop for where it was. But I still think we should go for 6.5 for value for money. All right, I'll go with 6.5. Yeah. Now Stop we just rubbing n- the mic with the fucking thing. <laughs> God, oh, right. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. Don't People get will angry. tune out and 6. not listen 5? to the show anymore. 
6.5. You've neutered me. Now, we just need a flavour score for the, the less good ham and pickle. What do we give the mustard one? 8.5. I would say 4.5. Really? That low? I didn't like it. It's not a fl- it's not an enjoyable flavour. say 5, just to be fair. All right, 5. And now it's time to run the scores on the doors, Marjorie Doors. What's the score? He's nicking stuff off ch- shooting stars again. Uvavu. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Right. Iranu. Look, just give me a second. Oh, no, Rika, Queen of Ivita. One of those strange edible crabs that live in your wig. Can you stop quoting other more popular and successful comedians? Ooh. <laughs> you wouldn't let it lie. Oh, shut up. Really, shut up. Right. What's on the end of the stick, no. Vic? So, Brannigan's, the classic flavour of Brannigan's, the one yeah. that it really people do go for. Mustard and beef. Roast beef and mustard gets 29.5. Oh, okay. All right, but well, that's all right, fine. And uh, 26 for the less, lot less. Yeah, strong. a lot less. Well, uh, Smoked ham and pickle flavour. Well, I like Brannigan's, though. I would definitely, I would get those, the roast beef and mustard. I'd have those. Yeah, if they were more common and cheaper, I'd probably pick them up more. And that's the League of Sna- Snakes and Crafts. League of Snakes. <laughs> snakes and crisps. <laughs> Twat. Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. That's that was the, the, name, that's of the, the name of that song. And now another era for you. <laughs> Do you know what that one is? <laughs> it's not a dog. But... Oh, hello, I am Cap. I am King Earworm. Oh, I don't like that voice. No, don't do that voice. I am super excited. No, you to don't be... have to do a voice. I'm Think of this and Paul. Here's and a little... I am King Paul, Earworm. Don't try and start with the character. Try and start with the motivation. Okay. okay. What's my motivation? You well, are the king. I am the king. King of earworms. Right, king right. of earworms. Okay. So, what do you think that character is then? He's obviously... he's a. Um, Perhaps he's mm. some kind of um, mm. misogynistic... Uh... No, that's your characters <laughs> all the time. It's revealing more about your inner angst and issues with women in general. I think... Uh... No more questions, Your Honour. No more questions. I the think... Ca- uh... The fence rests. I think uh, Richard Brandoff needs a, a dog to soften his image. He's already got one, hasn't he? No. I thought he had a dog. No. Why does all that barking happen when he talks then? That's what he says. No, he's a dog. He's not a dog. He's a dog. He Tarquin the, the truth is revealed. Dog. Richard Brandoff was a was an entrepreneurial doggy wonk. He wasn't. Ruff, ruff, ruff. I'm Richard Brandoff. Sausages. <laughs> right. If it was it's... a popular, it can't be that popular a dog. If it had been a popular dog, Mr. Biffo would have written a film about him called... Ruffles, the Ruffles. That's what he's called. That's what <laughs> that's what Richard Brandoff's dog's called. Ruffles. Ruffles. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. Ruff, 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 ruff. And I think that's just what he needs to soften his image and downplay the sort of uh, the rapey stuff, right? So. Do you think that's what happens? <laughs> you think Harvey Weinstein should get a fucking yeah, dog? Is what would you're help. saying? No, it wouldn't. Do you no, know it would go? Oh, let him off. He's got a dog. <laughs> he's got a little chihuahua. Do you know what you get on? on Facebook all the time these days. Oh, right. I'm so depressed. Send pictures of dogs. No, cats as well. And cats. Please send cats. Mate, we don't need the internet for that. If you've ever been in a dark place and someone shows you a little kitty popping its head out of a box or falling down a couch, oh, you're adorable. I don't like it. Ruff, 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 ruff. <laughs> I don't like Meow. it. Right. Maybe Jimmy Biscuits needs a cat. G- Paul. Jimmy Biscuits needs a cat called Bickies. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Meow, I'm a kitty. I'm a kitty cat. How are you? I'm a kitty cat. Are you a talking cat? Yes. <laughs> okay. And what do you do 
around the house from Jimmy Biscuits is in. No, I just sleep. <laughs> no, good. Work on that. That's good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do his personal finances. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no wonder Jimmy Biscuits is in a bit of trouble. Oh, I've been to prison. You're, but you were a cat. Meow. Yes. Okay, so how do you write things down, like the numbers and stuff? You take a pen and you hold it in your hand and you connect the pen what, with the paper. What, you're not in character now? You've gone out of character now. Oh, I thought you were asking, asking me a question cat. about how to write. I'm not. <laughs> now, Paul, it's you, t- what are we doing? Do you know what it's time for? Hit me. It's time for It's the Fucking Price of Shite. 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 And that's right. Oh, yeah. And uh, today, the yeah. Price of Shite theme presented by my new punk band. Yeah. The Piss Crystals. <laughs> hey! Fuck you, I won't do it, and I've got my fop on, hey! So what we've learned is this just I another excuse. I don't like going to bed. I've done a piss and it's gone all crispy. <laughs> you know what's interesting about your characters and songwriting? They have this thing where they ejaculate something or expel something, which suddenly turns to a different matter altogether. It's like... It's, it's like, a great format. It's, it's like you go, oh, it goes... Piss crystals, it mate. Crispy and frothy and cheesy and spunky and gooey. Look at the striations in my wig. I've done a wee and I don't tell my mum about it. <laughs> Pitch crystals! Pitch crystals! Pitch crystals! Pitch crystals, right. You've broken the mic with uh, your piss crystals. So I don't care about anything except this band. One, piss crystals. Two, three, poultice. <laughs> five. Six. You try not to get angry. Seven, eight, nine. Poultice War, that's Ten, the name of the album. <laughs> 11. Poultice War! 12. Poultice War 13, on the streets! 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Now, it's time for the price of shite, Thank Paul. you. And we're going we're, we're gonna to experiment with the format today. I have been neutered. As is our want. Stop saying, this is what you keep saying, <laughs> as is our want. I like to say as is our want. I know, you do, want. I know. As is our want, Paul, we, we are experimenting with the format of The Price of Shite. You? Price of Shite, very loosely speaking, is us buying tat... Not well, telling the other person the price and getting them to guess it. Yeah, and we like to think that when we go hunting for charities, we find something unusual, something interesting, something that we can hang a chat on. Now, we've both got fresh tat oh, out of charity shop round here yeah. today, don't we? We've both got two items can today. Can I write my prices down so you don't accuse me of cheating later? Yes. Because I know what two items I'm going to show. So okay. hang on, let me... I've only got two items, but I think they're quite nice items. All right, okay. So we've done a sort of versus version today, haven't we, Paul, where we are... Facing off off against each other. Yeah. And we've both got two items. And we're going to put them up against each other. Right, I've uh, written them down. Uh, we'll put them up against each other and then rub them. Rub them. Perhaps put a piece of string around it. Add some poultices to it. <laughs> ah, well, now you're talking. It's time for us to start the price of shite right. off. This is a versus round. You present one, I present mine, and we see which one is the cheapest. Yes. Wait, do you want to go first? Well, no, let's... Yeah. Do you want to write I'm your gonna, prices gonna, down? Gonna, no, I... You're going to trust me on this, so... Right. Uh, you'll just have to trust me okay. on this. Now, I've got my cheapest item. 
I'm excited. It's wrapped, which means it's delicate. Oh, it's a piece of objet d'art. It's an objet d'art, and that's for you, Paul. I can't wait. To well, guess the price. I'm going to feel it first. We both got this from Raise My Voice Foundation, or what, Human Freedom Foundation? What's that place I thought you took a picture of it so you'd remember. Isn't it Helping Men? Or help. Helping Men? <laughs> helping Men Charity. Helping no, Men to Josh ra- Off. Ra- raising Humanity. Joshing Men Off. Joshing men without hands I'm off. I'm not going to shop at a charity shop that raises money to Josh men off. Wait, what if they have lost their hands in combat? Oh, I see. Yes. So you provide the service. Yes. You could just give Thank them... Thank f- you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming back from Iraq. Let me toss you off. I will toss you off. How about, though, instead of doing that, we just put, like, a fleshlight on the end of their stump? You're obsessed with fleshlights. You know that. I'm not. Have you got one? No yes. more questions, Your Honour. <laughs> yes, you do. No, but imagine it. You take. I can't imagine it. I've never seen one. Perhaps you'd like to show me a flashlight. I'll show you my flashlight. It's, it looks like a flashlight, but it's got a big fanny on the end. Yeah, so good. You could strap that to his stump, and that could work. How about raising money for that? Mm. Now we both got this from the Human Relief I'm Foundation. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, it is quite wanky. The name yeah. Human Relief Foundation. Oh yeah, Human Relief. So we went it was too called far the Man off. Relief Foundation. Oh, well. Man Hand Relief Foundation, yeah. then it would be something else. But man we went, both man went there. Gland Relief we Foundation. Took, we, <laughs> good. We took we took turns going in there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and I I came out second. Oh, I haven't I, looked at it yet. Uh, this is Give my item, and I would need you to guess the price of right. this. Well, I want to have a feel first because it's still wrapped in its paper. And now, it's, uh, the point scoring, you get two points if you get it on the nose, and one point for being within twenty five p. Either way, of the correct price. That's right. Right. So I'm feeling it. It looks like a statuette. Yeah, it is. So let's have a look. Open it's it wrapped up. in newspaper. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. It's one of those horrible, why did they design this pieces of, you know, it's art. It's a statuette of a clown. It's a clown. And it's a clown that's into music because it's holding a violin. It's quite well crafted. It's not. It's horrible. What's it's got horrible a little, about it? It's plasticky. It's, it's because it's plasticky. It's got that, it's cheap clay made by a company called Shoed Hill. And it's still got the sticker on, mint on card. Gift. It's not, it can't, it's not gift on. <laughs> it's fucking mint on sticker. It's not. It's, it's, it's mint on sticker. It's got the original sticker. It's not, usually these things are quite chipped and stuff. This is uh, in perfect ooh, nick. Um, I, apologies. Oh, gosh. Um, um, I'm sorry. Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, 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 suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> is that Hugh Grant's come back? Hughes, Hongo the horn. Now, uh, he's got an orange Stop coat. Stop knocking on. the cable. <laughs> Sorry. It's not like it's invisible when you don't see it. It's right uh, it is. There. It's in my blind spot. It's right in my blind spot. All right. Well, uh, what, what do you want to say about this clown? Other he's, than uh, he's got a big fat belly. Orange he's got coat. a conductor's stick. No, it's a bow. He's got a fiddle and a yeah, bow. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm and just, some I sheet music at his feet. Like three things I've uh, already said. And he's blonde. And he's got a hat on. Which and looks like a kind of ice cream sundae with a cherry on top. And he's got a very plasticky finish. He's, it's a... Absolutely awful thing. Yeah. Oh. How I'm, much do you think that cost me? I and think, bear in mind, in the Human Relief Foundation, most items aren't actually priced in there. You just have to ask the lady. Yeah, that was my contentious point that I will be bringing up She changed later. the price, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. So the clown, I'm going to suggest, was on the nose, a pound. Okay. Pound on the nose, he says. I don't know why he wrote £11 then. No, I mean, you'd one. be way out there. Right, so would you like to see my first, first thing? Please. I'm just, I'm surprised how good condition this clown's in. I could resell this. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> it's mint on card. Oh, fuck, this. it is. <laughs> now, he's handed me a box, a cardboard box, and it has a picture of a, 
a pint glass on it. It's a pop-up pint glass. It's a pop-up pint glass to keep in your pocket. When you pop out for a pint, you can pop the pocket out and pop out the pint and have a pint in a glass in your pub that pops up. Maybe it's a pale ale. Uh, okay. And uh, here it is. It's a telescopic pint glass. Isn't it? This is better than my clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit big. It's a bit bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh, that's pretty cool, though. But it pops out from it, a flattened position. Is that a pint? I mean, I presume so. This is quite nifty, mate. I don't think it works like that. No? No. I think it's you just, just for sealing it all. So, yeah, it's a telescopic pint glass. Quite clever um, construction on that, isn't it? Yeah, it extends like a telescope almost. Yes. Yeah. It's a uh, telescopic thing. You need to clean it. It's just on the verge of being a novelty item and a practical item. It says on it? the box, the original Go Anywhere Collapsible Pint Glass. When the barrel starts flowing, don't get caught out. Pack a pop-up pint and you'll be ready to knock one back at a moment's notice. Just flick the wrist and the cup magically extends. Give it a little tug for good measure. Pour, uh, it's being dirty. Give it a little tug for good measure. Listen to Did the you logo. say that? Yeah, listen. How dare they? Listen again and go boink every time you think it's making a bit of a knob gag okay. kind of thing. Okay. Here we go. When the barrel starts flowing, boink. don't get caught out. Pack a pop-up pint and you'll be ready to knock one back Boink. at a moment's notice. Just flick your wrist Boink. and the cup magically extends. Boink. Give it a little tug Boink. for good Boink. measure. Boink. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From pocket to pint in seconds. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, but I guess it's a pint glass. It's though, a pint of glass, mate. Now, that has quite a nice uh, build to it. Yeah. It's quite sturdy. It's like your coffee mug, isn't it? It's like on my um, Stojo yeah. uh, extendable telescopic uh, coffee mug in rubber. Yeah. Similar, yes. But the thing is, you usually, when you have pints, you do get plastic pints, don't yeah, you? So yeah, you could yeah. go into a festival. pub and say, uh, yeah, it would be very handy at a festival. Really. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So you have to, have to buy those three pound pints. That's a nice, I actually things. think it's quite a nice thing, Paul. Yeah, well, there you go. How much, though, do you think that is? You know, I one, got that from the same place. Yeah. One thing I would say, uh, it might be a bit of a nightmare to clean it. Because there's all these sort of edges, overlapping edges, where you could get I gunk guess, in there. I guess, but as I say, if you it's only a temporary soak, thing fine, for a festival, yeah, yeah. you give it a rinse under a cold tap. Yeah, yeah. Nice, that, and it folds up into like a hockey puck-sized uh, yeah. thing. So, it's like a hockey puck, isn't it? Yeah. When you so, put it on this case. It's got a little picture on. I s- I'm thinking it's... Mm. Again, from the same charity shop, the Helping Relief Men shop. £2.50. Pint glass, you say... Two pounds and fifty pence. Okay. Round one is over. <laughs> Let's go on to round two. Okay. Do you want me to go first this time yeah, or do you, you want to go first? first? All right, here we go. Say what you see. Silver man. It's a postman pat egg cup. Yay! Hey, he's in a van. <laughs> he's in a van. It's a it's little van, a little c- ceramic. Ceramic van. van. Yeah. With postman patted and you put an egg in it. And, and it's out quite of it. nice. Some uh, nice transfers of postman pack. And it would make a nice little he's, ashtray. He's looking out the front with his cat. and Jess. Jess, the cat. And he's looking out the side with his cat. Postman Bo- pat. Postman pat. Postman pat. And his black and white cat. And do you know what the... Uh, Early in the morning. The number plate is, Paul. Just when day is pat dawning. One. He picks up Paul the post bag in his van. So it's good because it's early in the morning. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody knows his bright red van. No one likes Everybody this. knows when they stop and see him. I don't want you to I don't remember all the oh, words with a stop ring. 
Let us through your door. Please stop, Paul. Please stop. Please. I had that on single when I was a kid. I had that Postman Pat song because they released it as a song. And the B-side was better. It was Fred, the fix-it man. And his song was, oh, let me fix it for Isn't you. Isn't that B- Bob the Builder? No. I'll fix it for you. Bob Builder. Fix it. No, he did. It, but it. there's also a character in Postman Pat and he had a yeah, song I that's called Let co- Me Fix It For I You. I think you're conflating all sorts of different things. If there. you want to, I'll change the situation. Yeah, see, that's... Miranda. Red people, red time, just the wrong location. Paul Gannon sings all the TV no, hits. No, he doesn't. Please. Coming this Christmas. Thank you for being a friend. No, don't do, sing do, that. Do, do, do. Please. Bum down the road Paul, and please, back again. Please, please stop. We've got to focus. Fuck us. <laughs> Fuck us. <laughs> Yeah. Let's focus on the van. <laughs> yeah, focus on the fucking van. So yeah, it's a little van, and it's got a picture of Pat and Jess. And it's got a Royal Mail. That's quite a nice little thing, actually, Paul. And look, he's waving out the window, but he should be paying attention to the road. It's quite a nice little look, thing. how does this work? Look, he's driving, you see him, and he's waving at you, and you think, oh, yeah. hello, Pat. He's he coming out the side. And look, he's already looking at you. He's looking out the other side. He's looking out the other side at the it's same time. It's almost there's three postman Pats there and Jesses in there. three Pats in there. Because it's one coming out every window, isn't one there? One coming out every window. Now, where did we buy this? At the second shop? In, in the, it, no, that was, yeah, this was the second shop, the one up the road. The, which uh, is our MV, Raise My Voice Foundation. Thank you, Raise My Voice Foundation. Which, if it was uh, some kind of sex thing, would be Raise My Knob Foundation, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Or if you want to be a bit massage, as I know you like, raise my skirt foundation. I don't want to be a bit massage. You, you know what's a, what's a bit massage, Paul? What? Having a shortened version of that word. Massage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit massage last night, but it's all yeah, right, isn't it? You know what I mean? So I'm just a little bit massage. Yeah. That, you're sort of, you know, trivialising the whole concept by giving it a silly title. Anyway, oh, I'd say... Do you like it? I do like it. I think it's at least £2, so I'm going to say £2. Right. Two twenty, two twenty. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. Okay. Two twenty says for that. Let's put it on the docket. There we go. And finally, He's next to the clown, standing next to the clown. Yeah, I used to like the animation in Postman Pack because you know it was stop motion. Yes. But the movement of it, and like when you saw his van go along the roads, there was such a nice fluid. It's a lovely show. It. Yeah, it was a great show for kids. Yeah, and it's still banging around now. I think as well. I think it's all CGI now. Oh, that's Isn't terrible. It? I think I might be wrong. Here is my second He's item. On the show. Fireman Sam Here, Paul, and his is my second bright item. and clean. Oh, it's an interesting bit of object, Dart. Now, tell them what you see there, Paul. It is a, oh, it's a clock with an alarm. Bell and Melody. It looks like a children's alarm clock, doesn't it? It does. But it's almost like in a sort of pastel nightmare colours. Now, let's even get it to play. I don't know. I don't know how you work it. It's got a pastel blue case, yellow bell encapsulated it's got a switch of, on the side but no mark. I don't know what that mark, that does now let's see stop touching the camera. oh no here we go I've that's put just, it on no, no, that, all that no it's not on that's melody watch the bell and then the melody so is. so it'll what, either play a melody out of it because yeah, it's got which a speaker those, which of those icons is the melody I would have said the one that it's at now is at the melody because okay. the other one's the bell isn't it and let's see if we can get it to go off so uh, what time is it not what time it is I just need to set the alarm to go off now it is as we record this Quarter past seven. It doesn't in the matter, evening. though, does it? Because I yeah, just need does. to put the. Because I'm not going to sit here for five hours. We wait for midnight no, for you to I fucking. Can, I can just put the alarm to go off. What the clock? Here we go. Hey! <laughs> it's not coming off. It's not stopping. What's the button on the side do? Well, that worked. Why would? Wait. So maybe the bell is stopped by that. Ah. But so the, should we have a put melody- on the bell? Let's try the bell. Oh, this is thrilling stuff. Well, it's not. 
<laughs> it's not. As he like tries to make a little clockwork, it's weirdly piercing, isn't it? That melody. You're right, love. Which is the alarm now? I don't know. It should be the same thing. All you got to do is turn the switch. A couple of minutes. I've got it. It's coming. <laughs> All right, you set the alarm for the bell now, have you? I'm setting the alarm for the bell, and we're going to hear the bell. Here we go. I can't wait. I'm, I'm in bed sne- snoring. Doesn't seem to want to work. Oh, Drew Barrymore, you're my favourite Charlie's Angel. I'm sleeping in and having a dream. The bell doesn't work. What? There's no bell? Who's going to wake me up for my Drew Barrymore dream, apart from Mr. Sticky? That's not funny. That's the melody. The bell don't work. The bell don't work? No, the bell don't work. Light does. It's... What, there's a light? Oh, there's a little... Maybe that's what it is then, just a light. Should be a bell though, shouldn't it? It's got a strange squat appearance. Yeah, it's got that retro 50s kind of look to it. And also, but like a child. It's think, very yeah. t- Teletubby sort of colours. and Yeah, it's very basic. There you go, there it is. That's all right, that. It's, it's not um, too bad. It's not too bad. How much did I pay for that? Does it glow up in the dark as well? Is that what that green does? Yeah, that's glow in the oh, dark. There yeah. you go. You, you won't be able to not see it. Right, I'm going to say that that is... £3.50. Okay. So, so clock... Three pounds and fifty pounds. Now, right, we'll go back to the clown. Yeah, and we're going to see who has won this week's edition of versus Price of Shite. It's PVE edition of Cheap Show. And here are Piss Crystals again to do the intermission no, song. Want... Piss Crystals, Piss Crystals, yeah, that's it. That's they're done now. They're <laughs> done now. For it's not your best song. It's not going to stick in my head like all the other songs I remember, oh. such as. King Earworm, you're I've, back. I, I gotta go sleep. I gotta go sleep. <laughs> yeah. sleep times. He's it's not really very good at earworms for a king up. of them, Shut is he? Yeah, I've got an off day. All right, we all allowed an off day, Paul. And I think the listeners will uh, hopefully agree with that sentiment <laughs> for today's show. What are you getting at? We've been poor today. I've been low energy. You it's just... your hangover. Oh, okay, peel back the fucking foreskin of the show. No, Paul. you have been on over, and you even apologised to me numerously before we started recording. I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, now the clown, mint on card clown. The ball, the card, the clown is. I've got a sickness. You got help me. <laughs> I didn't say that. I can't stop it. I've just got a bit of a I, cold. That's I had a heavy weekend. May you drink it, Paul. Uh, <laughs> the clown I'll be alright when the show starts mate don't you worry I'll right, Dr Footlights he's kicked in hasn't he yeah he has Dr Footlights now this clown which is mint hello I am Dr Footlights no, no shut no, up this is good no Dr Footlights he makes you dance he makes you sing what does he, he use what kind of uh... oh Dr Footlights uses an interesting combination of powders and crystals oh, okay piss and crystals Chris, piss crystals where do you get the piss crystals from? I ask them to urinate into a jar. Who? And I boil it down. Who? Uh, secret secret, secret supplies. children. Secret, no, not secret children. <laughs> children do not have the spunk needed okay. to make it all go fizzy pop. Okay. So, this, so right. this is my actual, is, is Mr. Footlight has an interesting... Dr. Footlight. Dr. Footlight. Yeah, are you a doctor? In, are you a real doctor? I've got the papers in my bag. Okay. And I, I would like to just mention right now, yes, for sure, that uh, yeah, I have all the necessary paperwork to prove that I am a doctor. Just okay, good. I'm country. not no one's asking. No one's Just, asking not you in this to... particular country. I cannot Look, practice medicine. We don't need you to treat any of us. Are you sure? I have interesting powders and crystals in my bag. I would like to see those, but yeah. when we're off, Mike. I can boil one of them on a spoon, and <laughs> you can enjoy them, and you'll be good for the night. Yeah, okay, yes. Dr. Footlights will make sure you he's are ready dog, to go. Yeah, yeah, he's the best doctor. This clown, Paul. Yeah. 
No, not Dr. Footlights is walking away now. Paul is gone. Paul is gone. Dr. Footlights will now no. be seeing us the rest of this episode. Okay. Dr. Footlights. Yeah. I need a price for the clown from you. I believe I said, von, he said one pound. Uh, Paul said one pound, did he? One pound. Did the price was? Two pound. It's two pound. It's quite a lot, wasn't it? It was very clown. much. Yeah, it's because she, she saw it was mint on card. Uh, so I get nothing. Nothing. Nothing for that one. See, it's catching. My accent is like earworm. Isn't that right? Yeah, you'll be right. You're that You've she'll created two new characters, but I've created a whole band of punks. Yeah, and I'm watching oh, three from new characters. the background. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes, three new characters, me. Paul. Meow. We did we did a whole episode without any characters, and now you're overcompensating. No, who's this over there? It's Sideways Harry. Not Sideways <laughs> Harry. <laughs> no. I'm Sideways Harry. Oh. I can't come in. Why? I can only go sideways. What? Which way round is your bum hole? Oh, it's east. That's. I'm glad. Oh, you know who's sitting... Oh, I've just spotted someone sitting next to Sideways, Harry. Oh, who's that? It looks like it's Storytime Grandpa. Oh, yeah. Storytime Grandpa. No, you're not... Yeah. No, I'm just introducing him. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's, I am. Yeah, it's crazy. It is super cool. Yeah, for good. For sure. Yeah, so Storytime Granddad, how are oh, you? Oh, yes, to be sure, to be sure. Hello. Hey, Harry. You know, funny thing... Funny thing happened uh, to oh, me. Oh, yes. yes. Funny like thing to happened... Uh, to, be, to be sure, funny thing happened to me... Uh, <laughs> down at, uh, down uh, down uh, down the road there. Yeah. A funny thing happened to me down the road. Yes, it's good for yeah, telling. Yeah, they looked at the shop. It said, uh, oh, said it said food store. Yeah, so it did. It said food store, and I went oh, in. Food, food store. Yes, you know, I said, can I have you know, can, can I have some food? I said, and they said, yes, as long as it's genitals. Do you like to? <laughs> Do you like to eat other people's genitals? And I said, it's funny, so you should say that, so you should. Because I was in the war, and we had to eat so many genitals during the war. So many. How disrespectful to all those people who lost their lives what in one war? of our many wars. Oh, fuck you! you... Right, God. Meow. I'm descending into madness! Meow. Don't do the cat! Yes, good, I am Dr. Footlight. Let's do the other items and get out of this Make podcast. Make a character. I tried to do all three voices at once then and nearly lost my now fucking mind. Now, I know. Now we're on Postman Pat. No, we're not. Pint glass. How much? You, you, how much you said that was £2.50. Now, I like the pint glass. I like your items today, Paul. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Useful, that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I said two fifty. And the actual price was £1. £1. So, zil, nil point. Nil point. So far. Twice. Nil point for twice. Right. Next one was uh, my Postman Pat egg holder. Oh. And you said it was £2.20. Because I was hedging my bets because I'm trying yeah. to get the one point if I'm close. You were wise too. It was £2 on the nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's one point for you there. One point. One point. Congratulations, Mr. Thank Silverman. You. I'm in the lead. And uh, lastly, finally, the Retro 50s Squat Bell and Melody Clock. I've won this week's episode of Price of Shite. I said 350 Four pounds. Oh. Almost, but not quite. No cigar. I nearly said four pounds, but I thought that yeah. might have been too much. No, it wasn't. Oh, shame. It was too much because it doesn't work properly, but yeah. Oh. Well, what have we learned this week? Now, Paul, you've got to have one more item in there, don't you? Yeah, but I'll Can we, Let's it. just do it. Let's Come on, get it out. You sure? Yeah, just quickly. Get, get your item out and let's quickly do it. I'm interested to see what else you got. Oh, it's a little book. Conjuring tricks. Oh, fuck. I wish I hadn't asked. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't asked. All right. 
And that means I can bring in my new character, Flash Jack. No. The magician. No. I am Flash Jack, and I am a magician. Yeah, no shit. I was kind of expecting I'm that. I'm going to make all your dreams come true. Now, Flash Jack, what about this book? It's more of a descriptive book, isn't it? It's not, it doesn't tell people how to do these tricks. Oh, I've fucked it. <laughs> it doesn't tell people how to do these tricks, does it? It just tells... Yeah, I think It so. describes them. Well, yeah, it's just the art of... It's quite the, nice, actually. It's the art of... Conjuring. Ma- conjuring. Han- conjuring tricks, revealing the mysteries of the magic arts. Yeah. Well, it just tells you how they're done. doesn't tell you how to do them. There's a distinction, I isn't look, I haven't actually read it. I just found it because we were in a desperate rush to buy stuff because someone didn't prepare again for Cheap Show. Oh, yeah. The vain card. The informative card. No, it kind of tells you. It does kind of tell you. Yeah, but you'd need more information to actually perform the tricks, is what I mean. Do you know what I mean? It's more of an information sort Yeah, of... I know. It's a little bit of history and yeah. a little bit of uh, the basics of certain card manoeuvres and things like that. But look at this guy. £2.50. If you saw him in, an, in your dream, he's he'd wake great. up screaming. Yeah, look, with his huge head. What yeah. was he called? I don't know. Just What's he called? Probably magician, man. Oh, he's scary looking. All slender. He's like all weird. He's like a slender man, he's but with like a big a head. He's slender man with a big head. Paul, if people want to see some of this stuff that we've been discussing on the show today... It'll be on our website. There's a dedicated page to most, if not all, of our episodes online. And they accompany the episode online. with a bit of description. And videos and And that uh, is www.cheapshow.com.co.uk <laughs> For years! <laughs> Paul, don't get angry. Don't stop it. I'm stopping it. That's the end of the segment. You no, won. No, I want to guess the price of your Conjuring book. Oh, it was a pound. Oh, fucking hell. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Meow. Stop the thing. No. Please. Now you've, I've got all my characters out now. Well, I'm going to put them back in their box. Put them back. All right. In you go, uh, Bicky's the cat. That, he's good. Bicky's the cat. Bye, boy. No. Right. Who else? Bye is- bye, Doctor Footlights. Yo, it has been good today to help bye. you with the show. Thank you, Doctor Footlights. Oh, and who can forget our favourite new character, King, King Earworm. Earworm? It's been super sweet being on the show today, <laughs> so I'm just going to go. All back right, King to Earworm. Get- yeah, I haven't slept in since. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really got me, Earworm. Get on the back, back in the box. Yeah. And is that all the characters? Oh no, and you don't forget about me, Flash Jack. Flash Jack the Magician. You weren't, you. My, you weren't my best one. In no, you, you weren't. And closing the lid. Oh, do you want to go in as well? Story time, Grandpa. You know what? Do you want to go in the character so box? I, so I do. Let's so put I you do. in the character I, box. Is there any genitals for me to eat? There'll be there? plenty of genitals yeah, in the you box. You can gnaw on their skin. You can gnaw, gnaw suck, gnaw chew, on their crusty skin. Lap. Can I, can I sort of suspend myself? I'm beginning to think, Storytime Grandad, that yes. it wasn't common practice to eat genitals during the war. Oh, no. It was just something you did. It was, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Right, yeah. good. In the box. Okay. In the box. Oh, there's lots of genitals here. And we right, to let's know. put you in the box. End of segment. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. We're at the end of no, the no, show. No, 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 no. The- Don't like that. Oh, well, perhaps the... Uh, I want a much more subdued ending. You know who didn't ending. get into the box? Who? The Piss Crystals. No, 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 it's the end of the show. In, no, in, no, no, in. I won't go. Mum tells me you get in the box. You ain't my mum. You ain't my mum. Get in oh. the box. Oh, Get in that box. You ain't my mum. You you get in that box. I'll do a piss in here. Turn, go on, then. I'll do turn into crystals. You don't do that, because if you I'll go in there... I'll stab my own eyes with my right, own in, pissed crystals. Get in the box. Who's this fucking old man in here? He's going to love your genitals. He's got his gums around me plums. 
Right, close the lid on that. All of the characters are now in the box. Pierce crystals. No. No. <laughs> it's insulated with Pierce sound. Crystals, we can't yeah. hear it. Right. Right, that was Cheap Show, just... apparently, for right. another week. <laughs> Let's just get all the admin out of the way very quickly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Support us on patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. Thank you so much. We get, for little as a dollar, you can get like a free magazine and extra podcasts. And for as much as 30, you can get bespoke mini podcasts made just for you. Go to patreon.com forward done one slash. Of those yet, not yet. Bro. Put forward slash. Are we cheap, going? Are we we're going to do, do it next week. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll be starting record those soon. There'll so. be the sound of throppage on that as well. And Page. beard, beard oily, oily beard throppage. Patreon.com. Oily beard. I just smear my oily. We'll do an ASMR thing, Paul, where I smear my oily beard on a piece of tin foil. Yeah. On. And I'll go two, swap. three, <laughs> throp it. Four, five. That mate. Six, you know what? I just realised piss crystals should eight. use should, their big hit should be throppage. Basically, their album should be called Thwoppage. Hot, hot Thwoppage. Hot Thwop. Do you know what, Paul? I want to wrap this show up. My friend Ben came up with a, an imaginary band. They're called Cokey right. Bogey. Do you know what their difficult second album's called? What? Pedo Gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> Pedo Gazebo. <laughs> and he directed Clanker Man. Yeah. <sighs> Very poor. www.thecheap.co.uk <laughs> if you want to see pictures and videos that accompany this episode. And will we have a picture of the uh, the scary magician? We will. I'll put that the in. The weird egghead. He's Eggman. supporting my dreams and I'm still awake. You're on most of social media. So we're on Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, Twitter. Very Twitter, active on Twitter. Instagram. Just look for Cheap Show Pod and you'll probably find us. Our pa- I keep saying Patreon. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, that's the most important thing to Our you, isn't it? Twitter account is at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon. Show here is... Eli Snoid, which will be spelt E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And if you want to email us about anything, it's thecheapshow at gmail.com. I think that's everything. And we've got a P.O. box coming. Coming in about September. So store up your pickles and hot sauces, people, and noodles. Because, yeah, we're going to keep that shit going forever. Um, if and sorry if I said amplitude. Wrong sound, guy. <laughs> right, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and also I'll Twitch. say it anywhere I like. And Twitch. I'll have a whole tranche of ways of saying amplitude. If you want to see very irregular videos from me mostly or Eli occasionally on Twitch, we will be doing Twitch streams at least once a month. I did one the other night. It went quite well. Just chat and hang out. I'm up for it. So let's where, hope where we can we do, do it? Can we do we it? We can do it anywhere. We plant. can do it from the, in the House of Eggs here where we are now. We can do it in the House of Eggs, yeah, easily. Or up in Harrow where you live. Yeah, we can do it anywhere. we just got to come over one night. Searching high and harrow. Yeah, searching high and ro- low. <laughs> searching harrow. Hello, harrow. Hello. Hello. And is that it? Is that the episode done? Yeah, we've done an Do episode, there's, mate. There's no outstanding deal? Nothing? No, no deal to be oh, outstanding. Yeah, okay, so also we have merch now, but I say we have, through some of our brilliant uh, supporters of the podcast. You can go to Tony and uh, look at uh, the art he's made for t-shirts and stuff uh, and also events selling physical copies of the usually pe- Patreon-exclusive magazine, the Cheap Show magazine, the yeah. unofficial Cheap Show magazine. You can buy Paul. physical copies of those which come with packets of noodles sometimes if you get a bug border. She does noodles. She throws in noodles and stuff as well. What brand? I don't know, but good stuff. She knows her shit, Ivan. So if you want to help support them, go to our website and there's links on the top of the page that will take you to those. It's easy, isn't it? Right. Uh, let's go. He's rubbing his nips. I'm rubbing my nips. I'm getting ready to end the podcast. I'm rubbing my nips. He loves it. He loves it, he loves it when he's not doing the podcast, everyone. I I, and And... I think, I think we can both agree that we both need to poo, and you oh, probably more to urgently. Right. Did you it turn it to gas? I just—it was a false warning. It's a false pregnancy. It was—it <laughs> was gaseous rather well, than. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to dropping my load. Oh, so let's God. crack on with that. Okay. I've been Paul Gannon. I was Eli Silverman. Thanks and, for listening, and that everybody. Was cheap show. Goodbye. Bye. What do you shake my hand?
Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you might want to. Honestly, you might want to open the window again. What? Also, I need to give it a big old wafting. <laughs> no, I did fart. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not recording, are you? Don't record. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Oh, don't. Look, I didn't fart on the podcast. How much? Right, for me to edit that out. 50 quid. <laughs> Please, edit it out. <sighs> you don't have 50 quid. <laughs> you still owe me 35. Oh, fuck.